A reading from the second letter of St. John. Chosen lady, I rejoiced greatly to find some of your children walking in the truth, just as we were commanded by the Father. But now, lady, I ask you, not as though I were writing a new commandment, but the one we have had from the beginning. Let us love one another. For this is love, that we walk according to his commandments. This is the commandment, as you heard from the beginning, in which you should walk. Many deceivers have gone out into the world, those who do not acknowledge Jesus Christ as coming in the flesh. Such is the deceitful one and the Antichrist. Look to yourselves that you do not lose what we worked for, but may receive a full recompense. Anyone who is so progressive as not to remain in the teaching of the Christ does not have God. Whoever remains in the teaching has the Father and the Son. Verbum Domini.
Jesus said to his disciples, as it was in the days of Noah, so it will be in the days of the Son of Man. They were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage up to the day that Noah entered the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. Similarly, as it was in the days of Lot, they were eating, drinking, buying, selling, planting, building, on the day when Lot left Sodom, fire and brimstone rained from the sky to destroy them all. So it will be on the day the Son of Man is revealed. On that day, someone who is on the housetop and whose belongings are in the house must not go down to get them. And likewise, one in the field must not return to what was left behind. Remember the wife of Lot. Whoever seeks to preserve his life will lose it, but whoever loses it will save it. I tell you on that night, there will be two people in one bed. One will be taken, the other left. There will be two women grinding meal together. One will be taken, the other left. They said to him in reply, where, Lord? He said to them, where the body is, there also the vultures will gather. St. Francis Xavier Cabrini is really an, a tireless apostle who was sent to the Americas to care for the immigrants and spending, um, coming from a very prominent family of Italy, spending um, much money <laughs> and much time, many journeys uh, to across the Americas, not just in the United States, but even in uh, parts of South America, uh, creating hospitals and schools and, and beginning uh, many congregations. Psalm 119 is, in a sense, uh, a very neglected psalm because, maybe because it is so long, often uh, when we're looking for something to meditate on, we like little tidbits, and in fact, Psalm 19 does have many tidbits that each phrase within Psalm 119, it's the longest chapter of the Bible, and of course the chapters aren't inspired, the chapters are editorial by a bishop in the 15th century um, that each one meditates upon the law or the will of God, uh, the promises of God, and helps us to do just as uh, St. John says. 
that if the teaching of Christ, the teaching of wisdom, does not remain in us, neither can we remain in God. We cannot have God. Often today, we're living in a sort of uh, pantheism where it's true, God, all of us, everyone, the good and the bad alike, <laughs> that we are all upheld by God's power, by his, his very uh, presence in creation. You know, creation cannot be apart from him. And that all of us are held in being by remaining in God. And it's very, you know, we get, when we're dealing with God, you, you would just use the word heart in the very heart of God. God is love and he can't do other than love. But that love, which is uh, often portrayed as flame, to some enlightens and inflames them also with that same love, and others, uh, it, as just as when we go to touch something that we are not like, you know, the flame, that we are repelled from or it burns us, you know, so the many who the fire and brimstone <laughs> comes down upon. It's the same love of God. So the law of God to those who receive the wisdom, which is the revelation of God, the wisdom even in creation, that this, through grace, transforms our hearts to be fleshy hearts that the law itself is written on our heart. Now, this is true by creation. This is not a new thing. And yet, being deformed by sin, being hardened by sin, often uh, it takes great effort, and always a yes to grace, to treasure the words of God, that the word of God itself would become a joy to us. So just this one line, uh, in a sense, in, in a sort of, on the negative side, so to speak, when in Psalm 119, with, within my heart, I treasure your promise that I might not sin against you. So the, the um, pushing against sin in our life by treasuring the word of God. Within my heart, I treasure your promise. And that's not just a word, but the very cross, the very Holy Eucharist, which is promise upon the altar. And we treasure this that we might not sin, that the true fear of the Lord wrought by love. We pray in intercession, be good to your servant that I may live and keep your words that we need and depend and trust upon the grace of God to live in this fleshy heartedness, to live in the same love. So no more sin, die to sin and live for God, as St. Paul says to the Romans. So uh, Psalm 119 is, and of course, yeah, Psalm 119 is a, 
a beautiful source of little one-liners for us to use as aspirations uh, during the day to keep our heart, our mind, centered upon this God of, of unforgetfulness, <laughs> you know, that, he, that we are always in the mind, always in the heart of God, otherwise we would not, we'd poof, it not exist. And yet, God, how, how little God is in our minds and in our hearts.